What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah. Yeah, see me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even need to hit a traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. Welcome to another episode of One Set Podcast, people. How you doing? Uh, love to see y'all. I am loving your hashtag O-O-F-D. Wow, that's how old I am. I couldn't even do the hashtag that fast. <laughs> your hashtag outfit of the day. Wow. How are you doing, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. It was a decent day out. We had a lot of good weather. So I have a fun idea that I didn't run by you. Um, Let's do and it. And you can delete this from the episode if you think it's not fun. But I think it's actually great. So we lost footage in our uh, last episode audibly. Like the video footage is there, but it's absolutely muted. Mm -hmm. We want to reach out. And when I say we, I mean, I kind of brought the idea to Anthony, but he doesn't know the full extent of where I'm going with this. Um, if you know bad lip reading, we would like any two um, podcast, uh, anybody that is inspiring to get into podcasting, I should say, mm -hmm. um, to bad lip read the two of us. Doing those first, what was it, 20, 30 minutes? Something like that. We'll, we'll try to put pick out a couple clips from it that are, that are kind of like decent like oh i think somebody can probably ad lib something here and you know make yeah. it make it even more funnier than probably what it was and we will pick finalists and present them into a poll and then everyone can vote to say those are the ones that we want and we will select them as guests on our podcast i was just gonna say we'll get them on the pod absolutely that's, that's a good free thing we'll get you guys on the pod the winners can uh come on the pod with us and chat a little bit whether it's virtual or in person you know so uh we'll send out the clips and we'll let you know when they're up and you know just either you can put them up on social media tag us at one set pod or you, if you don't want to put it up on the internet you can uh send it to us through the email one set pod at gmail.com so what are your favorite things about the bad lip readings? For me, it's the sound effects. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just to me, I'm just like, it's so absurd. And like, I think you and I have that same level of humor where it's yeah. like, uh, we, we that's like that so obnoxious and humor. ridiculous. And we're like, <laughs> uh, I think the NFL ones are. I mean, yeah, they're they're highly. On. They are so awesome. good because I think you can do so much with them. And it's it's easy money for it. I think that's the best one you can do. But like you said, like the sound effects that go within the bad lipping type of videos make it that much more funnier. So let's transcend this uh, two separate ways. One. I mean, the easy one is how much music is out there in the world? A lot, a lot. So every so day. So us dancers can approach music and take it really really seriously or not or find somewhere in the middle and i think it's fair that um maybe this just is, maybe this is a really fun idea where i just dance i i, I do movement without music and then anthony or anyone out there Mm -hmm. creates music that makes sense with the rhythm that I'm presenting. Mm. I'm, I'm just capitalizing off of the... Oh, okay. So you're doing like a dance move without music, and then you want a musician and then, to... And then a musician to... Do something off Build of music, music based off of the rhythm of the move. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That'd be a cool type of uh, experiment. Yeah. I like that. And we already have the episode 100 thing coming up, but maybe that's like a... 150 thing like next year mm -hmm. uh so we, we can yeah i think because you know we can gather up people through then and we can you know at least uh 
have the uh, winners be announced on the 100th episode. Sure. I think that's a good bucket amount of time yeah. that we can promote that for people and say, hey, you know, put these videos out, like the bad list stuff. So that'll be another thing we do for the episode 100 on top of, you know, the music thing that we got that I'm going to release a song. You're going to be releasing some uh, dance content. Yeah. So. And I also want to talk about um, something that my one studio is like, hey, some parents don't want to sign their kids up for an entire year of dance. Mm-hmm. So she's very interested in doing like short term sessions to be like, hey, it's only six weeks long. Stay committed to just a six week term because sometimes parents sign kids up for a thing. And after four to five months, they're like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And the parents like, no, you're going to fulfill your commitment. Stick with it. Right. Pardon me. But. She's getting really good with this like short term commitment thing. And I think that's something that you and I can capitalize on, too. And maybe after episode 100, it's like, hey, do a short. Phrase. Mm -hmm. And then give it to me and say, hey, what does this look like to you? Mm -hmm. And then maybe I can do the same thing. Hey, I'm just doing movement. I I already got something that I I made that I want to give you. That's and you already probably know the one that I'm talking about. Maybe so possibly, but there's something that I made up. It's it's not like all finished and done, but it's enough inspiring that I'm sure you can put something out from it. Yeah. So for my dance friends out there, and there are dozens of you, hundreds of you that I know are out there. Um. I would love you to just post on out any of our social pages, email us and be like, Hey, I've always heard this song and I've heard it like this. How do you see it? Or, mm-hmm. um, I feel this type of movement, but I don't know what music it fits to. Right. We can talk about that. Right? Absolutely. So yeah. I feel like, that's good stuff right there. I like that. Yeah, because, I mean, I and, you know, agree or disagree with me with this, but, you know, I think knowing that music and dance are so subjective, you know, you have those times where you're writing something, but you don't know what category to put it in. Like, and I, I get that a little bit with my music, too. Like, I have so many different, you know, uh, you know, genre likes that I have, but I never, you know, stick to something like sometimes I'll be in more of like a, a bluesy rock or like sometimes more like R&B than it's something like I'm thinking like, oh, this is a little more heavier, like pop punk or like more popish. So it's like kind of hard to place my music into one pot where, you know, I've come to find that I'm okay with, you know, having a mixture of music to put out instead of just sticking to just one genre. Like that's just like and when you're thinking of originality uh you know i i think it's unique for me to kind of you know continue to just have a lot of different ideas flow out and then you can always just you know have that where you know if people like this style of music you write more you you write more of that or vice versa if somebody you know if somebody likes more of your popish rock stuff you do that or if oh there's more people liking the r&b blues type of stuff you put more of that. So it's, I feel it's like, you know, putting out a lot of different ideas out there and then what hits on people, then you're like, okay, that's the road I go down. All right. And we got to talk about liquid IV here. The number one powered hydration brand in America now available sugar free with three times the electrolytes um, of the leading sports drinks, plus all the eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone. Um, I know for me, with teaching, uh, being active in the dance field, um, it has definitely made my job a lot easier. I feel not like a dried up sponge. Like I feel so hydrated and so good about myself using liquid IV. And how do you feel about it? Hey, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, being a dad, a musician, we don't always think about hydration being our number one thought uh, all the time. So making sure you're hydrated is definitely key. And Liquid IV, like we said, hydrates you two times faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of lean sports drinks, plus eight vitamins, the nutrients for everyday wellness. It's just convenient. I cannot rave about it enough. One of my favorite things about Liquid IV is just the convenience of it. I mean, I'm on my way to work. 
I got my bottle of water. I just rip open liquid IV pack, drop the stick in, and I am twice as hydrated rather than just drinking water alone. And the flavors, man. Uh, we got to talk about the flavors. Uh, you know, they just came out with uh, three new flavors, white peach, green grape, and my favorite personally, the lemon lime. And we love the tangerine flavor. It's so good. It is, it, it, it is just like summer right there in a nutshell. And one of the best things, there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar with a proprietary amino acid agulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation for a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use our code ONCEPPOD. That is the number one set pod at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code one set pod at liquidiv.com. Have you ever wanted to start your podcast, but didn't know where to start? The one set bros are here to talk to you about Zencaster. Zencaster is the ultimate base podcasting solution. And now the all in one podcasting platform, making podcasting easy. They've sure made it easy for us to be able to record our podcast and our episodes every week for you guys. Once you've set up your account, you're simply one click away from recording a high-quality podcast with studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. My personal favorite feature is their multi-layer backups, which ensure our recordings are always in the highest quality, even during unstable web connections. And if you thought you needed multiple tools and services for your podcast, Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform allows you to create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code OneSetPod and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Yeah, and for me, um, geez, I've taught at dozens of studios at this point um but when i'm at the studios and no disrespect to any of them individually i work for this company um beat addicts and they culminate and i know i've told you about this company mm -hmm. multiple times they culminate uh dancers from studios all over the place and just watching how everybody dances differently and somehow it works. It's like it's it's a magic trick that nobody understands. I mean, even the owners um, and uh, my boss, uh, not going to name drop you, but when you see this at some point, if you do, um, you've said it time and time again. It doesn't make sense why it works, but mm -hmm. it does. OK, yeah. so I think that dancers being surrounded by other dancers from different communities is almost like musicians like yourself, where when you go to different demographics, uh -huh. whether it's local, regional, national, yeah. international, mm -hmm. you get inspired in different ways to put your emotions and your feels into the music that you create. Right. And, and, and that's how, we are as creators as choreographers it's especially everybody's on different levels so everybody's learning from everybody i mean beginners are learning from the upper ups and sometimes the upper ups are learning new stuff that beginners are just getting into and they're like oh i never thought of it like that i mean well you it's know, so it's i learned one really really important thing uh the one semester i went to community college it's called the three l's lifelong learning and it's basically preaching you don't stop learning after high school. You don't stop learning after college. You're learning forever. 
Absolutely. And like at our age right now, the jeez, I and I don't want to step on anyone's toes or and hey, some people have said some things that I don't like either. Uh, but if you're good with where you're at for too long, that's how you get stale. Mm-hmm. And like they always try to tell you to like you know it's good to to be scared to you know take that next risk because if you're not doing that then you're not really trying to move and you know hit those plateaus but if you just stay comfortable and stay consistent at something you're like okay i mean i'm doing but you're you're gonna be fine but you're never going to continue to learn so you always want to try to be learning your craft you always want to try to be you know learning something from somebody or just looking up certain things absolutely i mean it and you're saying all of this and it's really hit me in one spot and I'm going to kind of branch off it and Mm -hmm. say it's scary to do the new things. It's also scary to be in the same place at the same time because there's no growth. Right. And that's that I don't watch TikTok videos frequently, but I sent you the one and I was like this guy. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, we we might as well insert the video right in here, but I'm going to yeah. talk about it. He was like, how old is everyone in here? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He's like, what'd your coach tell you to do? Run for five minutes? He was like, yeah, I watched those of you that did it, and I watched those of you that didn't. Mm-hmm. Hurting hurts and not hurting hurts is what he said. And I was just like, oh, whoopsie. Real talk. That was real talk for me. So, um, I mean, and I've been in this place before and maybe I've been there recently where it's like, hey, I'm good right now. And maybe that's where I'm not like motivated to do more things. Mm-hmm. But when you're preaching to like that age group, they need to hear that kind of talk, especially yeah. now, especially after pandemic. It's like, hey, we understand you were allowed to be lazy in those times because the way of the world was like, we're shut down. And um, the mental health kicked in where it was like, yo, I'm not really cool with how everything is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have seen successful studios and thriving studios just basically be like, yeah, no. We kept plowing through. They did that. And I was like, they're a no excuse kind of company. Mm-hmm. And and that's if they can do it, so can the rest of us. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about like the, you know, hurting hurts and not hurting hurts. And the from what the video was meaning to me is the fact that, you know, they were saying you know, do your skills, do your work. But then when you're not doing it, that's five minutes that you could have gotten better at something. You know, you put in the work uh, or it's something like you, uh, the work you put in shows, but when you don't put it in, you know, the, the results show. So the more work you put in, the more your, your results are going to, you know, benefit you in the long run but if you keep being lackadaisical and say you know oh i should be you know working on so and so but i'll just get back to it later that's then that goes in the two days you didn't do anything three four five but then another kid down the block has been doing all that maybe 10 times over in five days and he's already surpassed you you know so especially as like a, a youngin uh you know and again I feel like I, I, I miss that type of thing too. Like I wish I would have been more uh, dedicated to music like I am now because I would have been that much more, you know, better at what I do today. Uh, but again, you live and you learn. But the fact that like you, you, you got to, and it's all about time management, pretty much what it comes down to. You want to, you know, if you're trying to get better at something, it's about repetition, practice, and just continuing to do a lot of the same things over and just continuing to, you know, 
hit certain plateaus and continue to just break through those. And what, what's the next thing I learned, especially, you know, the thing with me right now is music production. I'm trying to just, you know, learn what I can. And, you know, I know the basics of a lot of things, but it's like trying to learn, you know, the advanced stuff, like how to use certain uh, techniques, when to use them, why to use them. And, you know, it's not like I'm trying to be, you know, a top 10 music producer, but it's more like the more work I put into it, the faster that I'm going to see results. And every day or every moment that, you know, you don't put in work, you're just going to continue to stay at that level. So it's, and not everybody every day is motivated. I come and go through motivation and inspiration things too. So, uh, you know, we're, we're human. So uh, it's just more of finding the things that keep you inspired to continue to keep keep yourself growing. Yeah, um, I have so much to like rebound off of that. <laughs> I hope that I get all of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to start with. And. I'm going to keep this one short, because if you're not a wrestling fan, like you're not going to resonate with this, but the WrestleMania press conference call when people were asking him about, Hey, why do you have these like Logan Paul, bad bunny people coming in asking triple H asking triple H and triple H is like, yeah, I hear that from a majority of the talent. And all I do is tell them step up. Yeah. He's like, you know, why are they as good as they are? They put in the time. They they're, they're mentally invested, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to tell you about why I never got casted for monsters. And I'm going to tell everyone about why I never got casted for monsters. It's the same exact reason because I thought all I needed to do was show up to the cities a lot and be like, Hey, my face is here and mm-hmm. I'm trying my hardest, but I'd come home, not move like not motivated around here and I would not work on myself here. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't doing the homework. Right. <laughs> so for me to fulfill that destiny, like that dream, I have to approach it differently. I have to say it's not a, it's actually less about me being there. It's more about me being here mm-hmm. and how I am here. Yeah, how I wake up every day, mm-hmm. how I utilize my time, time management, like Anthony said. Yep. And it's like, hey, what do I do at the gym? What do I do that makes me a better dancer? What do I do that makes my mind feel like I can walk into a space and be, wow, CCH levels, right? What do I do that makes me walk into a space and say, I'm better than everybody else here? It's such a hard cockiness level thing to say. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if you're on that level of you do the daily tasks that make you better at the passion that you do, then your shortcomings are literally by happenstance. Otherwise, it's just whoopsie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know it. I know it. I know it. Mm-hmm. I'm admitting it. I understand why I've failed a couple of times, the few times that I did. I've gotten this close to where I've wanted to be. And I'm like, oh, I got to this level just based off of showing up and trying my hardest. And then I came home and I didn't work the way I was supposed to. And I can say, oh, I'm not motivated. Oh, there's things surrounding me that like are holding me back. I I can cur off that. The fact that when releasing music, you know, they always kind of give you you know, it's not mo- mostly uh, what you're doing to promote it before the song comes out, but it's also what you do after the song comes out, because then that's the big promotion of like, hey, it's out. Now you're trying to get faces like on the song. And I feel like I for this single, like I did a lot before I did a little bit after, but then I started tapering off. So now my next thing is when my next single is I did good at the beginning, but how do I keep the fire going after the singles out? So that's my next thing with this one is like, how do I keep, cause I did a lot of, you know, promotion and video packaging for the beginning. And I felt good about that, but then I'm like, 
crap, what do I do after? Because I don't have content after now, other than like the music video stuff that was big, but I think where I lacked was finding extra content around the music video and outside of the, the music video to not only just, you know, keep pushing music video content, but, you know, getting like real world type of things of like I can use. So I think that might be the the extra thing that I tried next time. So I feel, you know, you're, you're always trying to improve on what you did last time and what you can do better next time and learning from your mistakes or not even just mistakes, but, you know, learning from what you can achieve better, how your last release did and what you can do better to, to make the next one even better. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I mean, we're both in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. So like, Hey, we're wearing, really cool shirts um <laughs> you know what really got me i don't know if i've ever told you this i was teaching at a place and i went to the recital and i brought my girlfriend at the time with me and my boss asked if she could help in the dressing room because mm-hmm. clearly I could not. Right. Right. So she did. And then my students learned that the person helping them was my girlfriend. And they were like, wait, Mr. Jim has a girlfriend. We thought he was just a poor guy that lived in a trailer with a couple cats. <laughs> and I think honestly it's because I wear a lot of the same clothes all the time. And I think when when you present yourself in the entertainment industry, in the dance field, especially as a hip hop teacher, and I have friends that wear many clothes or they, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, Hey, I have a small rotation because I'm a minimalist. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I don't want a lot of work clothes. Right. I'm just like, I feel good in these pants, these pants, these shorts, uh-huh. these shorts, these shirts. You go with shirts, what you're comfortable. And like, that makes me feel good about doing my job. Mm-hmm. And then I have kids telling my girlfriend, like, oh, we thought Mr. Jim was poor living in a trailer with cats. Based off what And I was like, you know, I shouldn't feed into that mentality of like because they're kids right and i want to be like what do you know and at the same time i'm like why do you perceive me that way and i'm like image is a big thing you know and hey in the entertainment industry and that's why like uh, and hey we like raved about the shirt that you wore when you were playing yesterday and Mm -hmm. this is coming out end of september right um and I sat there and I like leaned in the shine. I was like, I don't like I love the shirt on him, but I don't know if it complements the guitar. Like and it's yeah, it's just like visual color contrast mm-hmm. things that really sell you. Right. Right. And 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 it's silly things where it's like you don't feel like you should have to think about that. You're like, no. hey, I, I just want to put on something that makes me feel comfortable and go right. up and play. But I, instead, I didn't think of it that way so, like with the guitar because it was kind of almost the same color as the guitar, so it kind of blemishes in with it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and it, I think when you ordered it, the shirt looked lighter. Yeah. And when he showed me the picture, I was like, that would have blended with the guitar mm-hmm. better than what it, it, looked, it came in darker on like. you. And I was like, I mean, I'm not a fashionista over here, but I was like, a little off, like color wise, right? And, and, Nothing against you or your talent. No, no, just no. your physical presentation, right? Yeah, because it, it's taken me a couple years to kind of figure out, like, okay, this is the way I want to dress on stage. Like, I started, you know, with like the boots and the and the pants, and then started gravitating. So, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, just do like band shirts or just whatever. I'm like, not that I'm like suit and tie type thing, but I started really getting into like the graphic like collared shirts and everything like little style so that's kind of been my image but then like you said like off stage like i'm just a regular like 
you know, stuff like this, just regular shorts, sandals, a shirt and a hat. Like, I don't I don't dress too much like the way I do on stage. Can we talk about a real cheat code real quick? Let's. His name is Brent Crystals. He does not have to worry about any shirts he wears ever because he always yeah, just goes on stage shirtless. Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or if he does, it ain't staying on very long. No, <laughs> um, because his best friend, Tom, I like. Would you say he's like your favorite at this point? I mean, I can easily say he's my favorite at this point. Yeah. And, you know, he definitely they, they both have different personalities and the way, you know, but I think they complement each other because Tom is so laid back and just like this leaf. <laughs> uh, but he's so laid back and where Bert is just or Brent or Bart. <laughs> yeah. Or Bart. <laughs> he is so out there and wants to be an erratic like he thrives off being in front of people where tom's like eh, I, I don't like being in front of people or if i'm around people i'm usually the one not being the one in the spotlight yeah i mean and i'm kind of like that too i mean I, I don't like to put too much light on me where and, and I, I would say you're the same way like when people are like, oh, like I saw you play that other night, like, oh, you're really good. Like, oh, thanks. You know, I don't, I don't really try to gloat. And we talked about that CCH levels. You know, we don't like to gloat too much. We're appreciative when people come up to us and like our craft, but we don't like to be too cocky. But we know we're confident with what we do and we're, you know, humbled, honest, and with what we do, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I'm really bad about like the, appreciation level like for instance you and jen sent me and cheyenne like a card hey thank you for the gift for a little ant like mm -hmm. i was not raised to do the card thing so me either that's I, totally like, something that jen grew up and with. you and i have talked about that mm -hmm. and i'm like i hope that they don't feel because we didn't send them a card that we don't appreciate it's just not in our now it, repertoire that of that has definitely beings. been something that like jen and her family kind of do that i mean she's always been about like cards and cards and cards and she sure. knows i'm not the biggest card person but like she's like i know you're not but as long as you like do like the things like anniversary birthday christmas and stuff like that and, and like you know the the big what four you know three or four but you know she's always been about like she's big on cards and you know then again my family was never the really thing about that too like you know you get them and you usually like throw them away but uh you know but again what were you you were you were going off i kind of lost where i was going with that it's okay i was actually driving us back to um an earlier episode uh so if you're tuning in now and new to this i was comparing anthony and i to Brett, Brett, and Tom, <laughs> Brett Crystal, <laughs> and I always was like, yeah, no, I'm Tom, and Anthony's Bert, and over time, I've been like, yeah, no, it feels very the other way around. Not just because Anthony is embracing the bald head thing, but because <laughs> Anthony is very subdued, um, or sub chick, either way, sub chick. <laughs> Um, and I feel like I'm more the erratic one. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm Bart. whoop de do. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's in the same way. Like, uh, you know, I've, I, I guess just settling into like the, the parent type of life. It's more of like, okay, I mean, by the end of the day, you're not thinking about like, oh, let's go out to the bar till 2 a.m. And, you know, trying to do all this stuff. Not that I, not that I can't. I uh, think like I can still do that. I can I mean, again, we're both night owls. I can still hang with people out and, you know, but it's more the fact that, Hey, I got to get back and, you know, be super dad because it was the same thing. Like last night after my gig, you know, uh, Jen was saying like, Oh, not trying to rush you, but after your gig, are you going to, you know, stay and hang out for a little bit? Are you going to come home? I said, oh, I'm just going to, you know, talk to my cousin who came out and, you know, a couple people are still here. So I'm going to hang for a, few minutes i'm gonna get here she's like all right it's no problem i'm just like you know uh anthony's not going to sleep he wants you to he's gonna wait for you to he wants to wait for you to come back home in order to go to sleep so i'm like all right i'll uh i'll be home in a little bit i'm not gonna let him wait but the fact is like you know uh we 
when we're in our thing of like you being on stage dancing me being the musician we're up there we're doing what we love but then when we get off that adrenaline goes down and then you're back to reality like okay now i gotta get back to like for me and say okay now get back into like you know being dad mode and you know all that stuff so it's like i think with tom you know he has that family sense i mean they both have the family sense but i think he's more you know family or i guess i mean i don't know but more family or it'd be like you know when i have my time with my kids time with my kids and his kids are a little bit younger than than uh brent's so uh he he a lot of his kids are you know leaving for college at this point so everybody's about to leave the nest so it's even more that he can go out and do a lot of things where tom you know he has little kids so he has to be there for them that much more but him just coming off of like a two three year tour he's taking that time to be back with his kids sure so yeah i mean there's so much perspective to consider with i mean not just a couple things you just said but even on my end where so i used to run a dance studio and we after the last night of the shows would have like an after party and it was almost more important not just to put on the routines that we built Mm -hmm. for six to eight months to present to their parents their families but to just be like hey how we doing Right. And like just to have that communication and chat. And there were a lot of parents that were like, it was so cool just to chat with you for a couple of minutes because, you know, I saw my kids dance. But I knew you as their teacher, but I didn't know how you were like in an in a personal situation. Right. So for you as a musician, when you're playing, if you have a small audience and maybe it's not people you know and you're like okay i'm gonna go play i'm gonna collect my money i'm gonna pack up and leave and get home Mm -hmm. especially if you're playing far away like the couple places that i saw that you were far away you Mm -hmm. were like yeah i want to get home right especially if it was a weeknight and you got to wake up and do this thing Uh uh-huh the next day yeah when you are close to home and it's a weekend night and you have a crowd not that it's expected of you, but you'll look, you'll present yourself in a better light if you're like, hey, thank you so much for investing your three hours in coming out to see me. Let me hang out with you for a little bit. Right. But, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and like, I'm not digging at you right now. I hope you don't feel that way. No, no, no. Because I know that you're... uh <laughs> I felt like your wife was the wrong thing to say because I know her by first name. Um, I know Jen is expecting. So I know that like if she wants you home, mm-hmm. you got to get home. Um, so it's just a matter of like when I'm out and performing, if I have a gig and it's local and after the fact, if I, you know, was just like, yeah, I got to go by versus if I went out and did a gig local and then I hung out and I chatted with people. Right. I might see them. I it almost it doesn't secure them. But they're like, oh, I didn't just pay to see them on stage. I got to hang out with them after the fact. Right. Right. So little mindfulness in that front. Um should we move on to um no, I wanted to talk about the one thing, but this is coming out so far removed. Um, we are about to enter October, and anything that you are looking forward to entering the fall, I'll tell you what, I can't wait to throw on some sweatpants and a hoodie because I am ready for the weather to like cool down a little bit and if you are tuning in from around the world we are in a place where uh what late 
September, early October to late October, we're looking at highs in the low 70s, lows in the high 50s. Does that sound right? Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not cold, cold yet, but like you said, it, it's sweater, sweatshirt. Like, I think you can get away with like sweatshirts and shorts still if you're that bravery. I, I'm usually, I mean, if it's like a little chilly, I mean, I won't brave it out with shorts unless it's like a like a upper 60s. Probably I think you can get away with like a sweatshirt and shorts like probably when we go to the shore, we would already be back by this time this comes out. Uh, you know, the boardwalk and around like September, you'll get cold nights. So you might just need a sweatshirt, but you can get away with shorts. So like uh, it's that like old tale of like, oh, my legs don't get cold. But, you know, I. Uh, I think it usually works in that perspective because you're getting the ocean breeze coming off you, but it's not still cold enough where you need to bundle up a lot, at least for me. But it's uh, it's that perfect weather where it's a little bit of warmth, a little bit of cold, but it's not annoying where you can't go out and do something and be outside. Yeah, I mean, the spot that you were performing in last night, it was brisk inside. Yeah, And to me... um. They did I, have that AC turned up a bit. I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. But your mom came in and was like, as soon as she sat down, and I was yeah. like, oh, wait, that's right. Women are two things all the time, cold and hungry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry if you feel disrespected by that. Um Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I don't know. Um, <laughs> zing. <laughs> zing. <laughs> so that's why your mom was wearing my jacket because I was like, let her cool down. Yeah. And then she got food. And I was like, how long is it going to take for you to be cold and hungry again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Jim, you got a winter hat I could borrow too? Yeah. <laughs> See how much I can pull from you. <laughs> But no, like I said, I mean, at this point, the show would have been almost uh, a month out. But it, it was fun to kind of have a uh, a hometown show. I haven't played that close to home in God knows how long because I've had to branch out with a lot of gigs and go a little bit further than what I'm usually used to doing, about 30, 45, sometimes just about an hour. And a lot of people seem to have been doing that a lot uh, because it's been so saturated around this area post COVID and you know, you're able to get a couple things here and there, but I think it's just been so set in certain ways where if you're not a regular full-time musician, having your regular shows, it's been harder for us part-timers. And I say that loosely, but like part-timers having hard times with like, you know, trying to just book single gigs here and there. So it's your second job. It's not your like primary not primary income, but income. I always have ta- taken it as like a second part-time job, yeah, you know? Sure. Because, again, you put the effort into it, you put the time into it, it's almost like a job, but again, you don't, it doesn't feel like a job, but it's been more promoted to in, not just a hobby, it's been a job because now I'm getting paid for it. So, you know, but I've always, t- and the, I've been saying this for a long time, that I've been willing to go an hour out to fish. There's no reason why I can't go an hour out to play a gig to get paid for. Cause when I go, when I go up to little Lehigh, I don't get paid to go fishing, but again, it's something that I enjoy doing. So there's no reason why I can't go like, Whoa, half hour, 45 minutes. You gotta get it away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with bees. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like Dane Cook. Whoopsie. Bees. Whoopsie. Bees. Whoopsie. I'll punch every Bees. single one of them in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoopsie. Bees. <laughs> now he's trying to drink my drink. Get out of here. But no. Uh, yeah. So I've just come to the point where, you know, there's no reason that if I'm going to fish out, uh, go out fishing like an hour out of the way and not get paid for it. There's no reason why I can't go to a gig that's about the same length so I can get paid. And it's just been a lot better because then you play for a bunch of different people that have never seen you, don't know you. And, you know, 
especially for the thing that I do with live looping, there's not a lot of people that do it. I've known a couple people that do it, but you know, it seems like we're a very small niche of people that do it. So, you know, it's been fun doing the thing that I do. And I think it's the closest thing that I can do to like having a band setting. So I, I like the fact that I can express that instead of just being up on stage with a guitar and vocal and just singing that way all night. Yeah. And, which I used to do. And like we were talking about not getting stale earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like I was talking to our friend who showed up um, an hour in who he's he might have been out to see you more than I have. It's close, but mm-hmm. he might have. Um, and I asked him, do you think like him with a band is a better situation? And he was like, his one band, this person is over here. This person moved down to Florida. Um, they might be, but, and I was like, it's cause you know, adulting, like, mm-hmm adult lives like people separate and that's like me with point blank like my crew where like hey people are doing their own things like right everyone is very less available right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's hard to find people that are as dedicated as you are on the same level and that type of thing and i'm i'm sure a dance crew is in the same way as a band you know that it's it's hard the older you get the harder it gets yeah Yeah. because again people you know get certain things going in their lives and and they're less dedicated their their time is less dedicated to certain things they used to be but you know uh with the bands that i've been in you know we've been serious for the time we've been in but then something kind of comes up and we all just start fluctuating out and then it just you know kind of starts tearing down but uh, i i like both situations because you can express yourself in so many different ways but the biggest thing that I liked about being there by myself is the fact that I can just control everything by myself. I don't obviously have to go through a, a bunch of other guys and be like, Hey, can you play this show? Oh, wait, I got to tell the promoter that my bass player uh, is waiting to see his schedule from work next week. So we can't get to back to you right now. So let me get back to you in like more about a week on board, the more problematic. It exactly. Yeah. So, sure. you know, it, it has its pros and cons, yeah. but you know, it, it's, um, you know, for the sense of saying like, oh, well, do you think he looks better in a band setting or a uh, a solo setting? If this was me maybe like 10 years ago, I would never be able to think about being a solo person because I didn't have that confidence to be a solo person. Yeah. And I mean, geez, confidence. And that's just about right. I mean, 2023, I started becoming a solo artist in 2012. So just about 11 years, years ago, just yeah, just passing the 10 year that. mark. So, yeah. I mean, I heard something that said, you want to go fast, you go alone. You go, you want to go far, you go with others. Mm. And I feel like that is trying to promote teamwork. Same time, it doesn't apply to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go on your own pace, you go alone. And you say, hey, I want to take a year to build a like a song i want to invest mm-hmm. an entire year on this one track creatively this is what i'm thinking song right and it's it's not it's not a rush I, and i mean i am finding myself in that position right now um at my one studio with a handful of projects where i'm like i am so overwhelmed like I'm struggling to progress all of them, mm-hmm. you know? So mentally I'm like, come on, you can do this. You can do this. Just sit down, think about it, figure it out. You can get it done. I'm just in a point where right. I'm riding the struggle bus, but yeah. Um, writer's block, writer's block. Yeah. We all have it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about um, cleaning the pool since we're exiting summer and entering fall and we're talking about all the fun chores that we have to do right Mm -hmm. 
my mom was set to vacuum not every day, but every few days. And my dad would do a thing where he would come home from work and be like, not good enough. And then he'd just jump in and vacuum, right? <laughs> Let me do it. <laughs> so I'm like, are these dudes out here just making chores for themselves and their schedules to keep themselves busy so they don't have to hear about it? Do you want to answer that? No, you don't. No comment. No comment. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> um, but I get it. Like, I was vacuuming the pool today, and then, you know, because previously I was told, hey, you need to do it slowly so that the dirt doesn't just get pushed around. Yeah. And it goes up into the middle layer, and then once you think you vacuumed enough, it just mm-hmm. settles, settles down, down to mm-hmm. the lower layer. Yeah. And I was like, wow, is this guy just trying to make a chore longer on purpose? <laughs> he pleads Let, the fifth. Less oh, is more. <laughs> and um, at the same time, I was like, hey, I've back in the pool, I've mowed the lawn my dad so that when he gets home he can just chill out Mm -hmm. because he should he's still working full time and working extra weekends Mm -hmm. and he's approaching 70 and I'm like wow are you doing that because you don't want to be home or (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a sense of pride because my dad's the same way like you know he's obviously stepped down from working full time but he's a workaholic he needs something to keep his brain going because if not he starts like going nuts so you know i like you saying like you were you've been helping your dad with the lawn i can't get my dad to you know say like hey can you help me out with the lawn because i know that's just his thing he's the same way i will call him after i've like got the lawnmower started i'm like hey Something's not right here. It's not like he asked me to do it because uh-huh. he'll never ask me to. Right. Because he wants to do it. Yeah. It's the pride thing. Like you said. And that's like his thing. The thing that he gets like, hey, go on here, zone out, do this thing. Kind of gives them that like zen to be like, all right, I still got it. You know, it kind of lets you, you know, absorb the fact you're getting older, but you don't like trying to think you don't feel as old, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure we'll get it when we get that age. Yeah, my but. dad told uh, we can't assume we'll get there. But my dad told me like five years ago that he had an offer to retire early. And he was just like, no, I know once I'm home, I want to slow down. Yep. And he goes to work. It's what he's known for like 50 years, mm-hmm. probably. So, what's he going to do here? He's going to look around and be like, what the fuck is all this? Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you just start, like you say, you just start making up stuff to do just to say, like, oh, well, this got to get clean. That's got to get clean. Like, no, it really don't. Like, well, it does. Like, just yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. Let me do my thing. So, that's when you're just like, all right, dad. Fine. Cool. Uh, and thank you for letting me... Um, I think this shirt looks pretty okay on me. And I think that shirt looks Same. pretty okay on I, you. I was very scared to put on yours because I'm like, well, I know we're kind of a little bit of different built. So I'm like, oh, am I going to be able to fit in James? I mean, I know he's going to fit in mine. I mean, I'm a lot bigger than you. But I'm like, am I going to am I going to be like Hulk style and like ripping Dude. his shirt? So I'm not a gambling man, but I would bet that you are not. 25 pounds heavier than me right now. Should we go do this? We could. All right. Let's do that. Let's do it. And then we'll come back and we'll end the episode with the final answer. We'll do that. You ready? We'll we'll have a quick pause here. We're back with the scale. So Jim's thing was saying that 
uh, that you that were under twenty five. I said I would bet that you are not more than twenty five pounds heavier than me. Okay, so who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. Are we doing this with the attire? I mean, the attire is very loose. Usually, I will weigh myself. Uh, morning, morning. Yeah. So, so, but we we're really weighing ourselves eat, same so. time of the day. What did you eat this morning? I, I didn't eat anything. I have not eaten anything at all today either. Yeah, I so think the, the only thing I had was like a square of little guys, uh, cream cheese and um, pumpkin, like bread. That was. I, I, I think was like a this. Is, I barely okay. had anything. Today. Then this is a pretty fair way. Yeah. Weigh in. Um. When you I'm got, fasting. When, so you, <laughs> when you got done your gig last night, did you? I after did. You got home. I did because went, I did. Like, what eat. did you eat? Uh, I went on a binger a little bit. I had a lot of. St- <laughs> so did I. So yes, yay for bingers. <laughs> so this uh, is. I, I feel like this is pretty even. Yeah, I mean, even then, I mean, it's it's pretty, pretty evened out. I mean, we haven't really ate too much, so this should be. And even if it was. I mean, we're going to have a little bit, but yeah, I mean, knowing that we're kind of zeroed out a little bit, so this is good. All right. Let me see. All right. Is it okay to say our numbers? At, yeah. uh, late? Okay. I mean, we're not, we're not whoopsie there. I mean, <laughs> we've also said we were doing a weight loss challenge and didn't own up to it. Yeah. So, all right. So Jim's on the scale. 199. 199.8. It's 198.8. All right, one ninety nine. All right, so here I go. So we, I gotta see if Anthony surpasses one twenty four. Which, if he does, it's all on his shoulders and his. Whoopsie. Okay. Oh, two twenty three. Yes, like I said, I didn't think. I didn't think that he was more than 25 pounds heavier than me. There you go. That was 222.8. So, two, I mean, and I was out of 199.8. So, round them up. We're 24 pounds difference right now. That That's a pretty right on the dot. That was good. I, I mean, that's almost been our entire lives in the last 20 years, honestly. Yeah. That, <laughs> I go up, you go up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean, but 220, I mean, that's good for you. I'm close to 200. That's not good for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for the fact that I was like 186 in high school, I mean, it's a big difference. But, I mean, everybody gains weight as they're growing older. But uh, in my 30s, when I was doing like the weight loss challenges, dude, when you and John, 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 <laughs> so hi, John, Jen. your name is John. Now <laughs> you don't get a choice. <laughs> but when you both were doing the weight loss challenge, you both were in impeccable shape. Yeah. I got down to like one ninety. That was the lowest I got down to. And I think I said to you before, I was like, I want to get the 170. I mm-hmm. think I can do it. So I don't think I'll be able to get down to 190 unless I push myself and like dedicate everything to be able to do it. But my thing is, if I want to get closer to 200, because that's been my thing, I want to just get back down closer to 200. 205, I'll be happy with. But if I can get under 210 in the two between uh, 205, 210, I think I would like to live there. Well, and that's the thing. Like, that's where you were expecting a second one coming in January 2024. You get to decide you got four months. Mm-hmm. Like, while you have one child, you can manage your time. Yes. And try to get like, hey, I want to get good because once that second child comes along. That, no. Whoopsie. Out the whoopsie. It's window. a whole yeah. brand new, you know, thing of games like. Me and Jen are pretty good with kind of adjusting to things, so I, I don't have a problem with us being able to kind of figure out like a new scheduling thing with everything. But it's definitely just going to be like, you know, a lot of time that I had out the window. So that's why I mean, 
coming into next year, it's going to be a little bit of a difference with the podcast, but we're still going to be pitching our content to you guys. So don't worry. I'm, I may go away for a little bit, but I'll be back. And maybe a little I, tired, maybe a little bit of a zombie, but I'll be back with you. I guys. have some plans for um, Jim, Jim's got some plans, some, some good plans with some people. And so I think Anthony, once he comes back, um, I don't plan on getting pregnant anytime soon. Please th- <laughs> <laughs> help me, God. Um, but in the event, um, you might see Anthony without me for a smidgen and. And we'll do the same thing. And we'll do the same thing. Uh, be here for you. We all love you. The One Set fam. Uh, follow us on all of our socials. Uh, one Set Pod. One Set yeah. Pod. Like I said, uh, at, at this point, we are dedicated to this thing. Unless, you know, something comes up and we just cannot physically do this anymore. We're here with you guys every week. And if we can't, then we were, I mean, we've been on a streak for... Well, this is going to be episode 91, 91. Yep. If that or or before 90, I think we had an idea before it. But, you know, if not around 90, we'll be we'll be we'll we'll be around the 90th episode of streaks. So, you know, we're dedicated to this and we thank you all for continuing to, you know, be here with us uh, week after week. Yeah. And I got to say, honestly, our friendship from middle school our passion for wrestling actually yeah. transcended us to being cool with each other. I think through high school is when we really learned like, Oh shoot, he's a musician. Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. You knew I danced and you, you came to my recitals. I think mm-hmm. when you were in middle school, but like I told you before, I think the time, the thing that made me realize this kid's got something is when you did that talent show and you did that dance. I'm like, Okay, he's serious. Yeah, like because I put myself just, out there. My senior year in high school was when I was like, "All right, people acknowledge me." Acknowledge, like they and I really thank everyone that was out there rooting for me my senior year. Yeah, um, because I didn't have that until then. Um. So that was a time where I felt super confident in myself. And between the ages of 18 and 25, I rode the confidence wave. I didn't ride the cockiness wave at all. I just was like, no, it's ugly. Yeah. I had the humility that where I was like, oh, if someone wants to shut me down, like, it's fine. I know I'm not as good as everyone else. So finding the balance in the three Mm -hmm. it's such a hard thing to do and i think you know i was heavily favored in some of the non-favorable spots 25 to 30 and maybe even 30 to 35 Mm -hmm. um i think right now i'm pretty okay with the balance i'm just lacking a little motivation which we all run into absolutely and that's that's not uh that's not actually based on the dancers that i'm working with it's just where i am personally mentally right now yeah it's different right at the point i'm in right now and we'll get this going we'll wrap this up in a sec but like at the point that i'm at right now it's like i'm not not motivated but i need something to just spark it up to get the rest of this thing done for our episode 100 and it's gonna come i think i have a uh a busy couple weeks coming into this week Obviously, by this time this thing comes out, I'll have end, ended a lot of the busy things coming up. Uh, but after that, it's go time for me to get this thing done and uh, have this thing out for you guys. And I'm pretty sure Jim's in the same boat. Uh, we work under pressure. That's the best time that the best things come out of us. So we're looking forward to that. And, you know, before we end this, uh, we wanted to say, and just remind with that bad lip stuff, uh, we'll post that. Uh, you know, around this episode and we'll uh, do a separate post. So you guys get to see all this stuff and you guys can either tag us at one set pod on all social medias, Facebook, or you don't know, do it all of them, uh, either Facebook, Instagram, you can even do it on TikTok if you want, uh, you know, tag us one set pod. And even if you want to do a hashtag, do hashtag one set pod. If you don't want to tag us do a hashtag one set pod. Uh, so we see it. 
and we're going to group them all together. We're going to pick the best ones and we're going to do the poll, like Jim said, and the winner will be announced on the episode 100. So looking forward. That was a great idea, man. And um, we want to welcome the both of them as guests on the pod. And they will, yeah, we'll announce on the 100th episode, Which is and they big. will be a future guest on the pod. Absolutely. We, we don't invite just anyone. Like, we've mm-hmm. only had Matt and Chris right now. We've only had two guests, yeah. yeah. So, um, this is pretty big. Yes. Um, so, you'll get to be able to chat uh, with, but we'll make sure it's uh, with both of us. I mean, I'll I'll make sure that it's with both of us if we have to even do it before anything. You'll definitely be chatting with both of us, and we'll have you on an episode, whether it's virtual or in person with us. We'll make it work. So, absolutely. Anth, anything else? Uh, good man. This has been a uh, fun time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you've been watching the One Set Pod with Anthony Irvin, my buddy Jim Green. Thank you guys. See y'all next week. All the love. Thank you.